No. I'm such a lightweight, but I've got I've got a little bowl here, so it's okay. Yeah, let's let's smoke up. So for anyone listening, we're this is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Jane, my friend. It's funny, Mary and I have had such a long relationship. I mean, the longest one I've pretty much had with anything or anyone other than my family. And I gotta say, for all the new critiques of it, I think Mary always asks of one thing. She just wants your time. She wants some time and that and that's a bit of a commitment. We abuse her, you know? I think sometimes we abuse her. We mistreat her. We go to her when we're seeking escape, but I never put the blame on Mary. I think Mary Jane has always been honest about exactly what she's giving you and exactly yeah. what she wants from you. And I think, yeah. and in that respect, I just, I hate when people demonize it. Cause I'm like, what about this thing do you think is destructive? And if it's on your lungs, sure, of course. I also think that the BPAs in the atmosphere and the car engines are bad and, <laughs> and the plastics, if we're going to get into that conversation, then we, then, then let's go all the way, but right. <laughs> simply just like, cause I just think the mental benefits of getting to smoke weed and an existence that literally just like guarantees I'm going to suffer. I, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I'm good with that trade-off. Yeah. I mean, the only downside of weed I've ever had is like paranoia sometimes. And but I was I a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel that though now as an adult? Well, I actually never really felt it until like a year ago. Damn. I used to smoke, I used to smoke like all day, every day. So. Oh, sh <laughs> hell yeah. But all it does is show you like, that you have something going on that needs to be soothed. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like, you know, you're like, oh shit, I'm thinking about something that's like making me worry. Like, cause there's, and then you figure out what that thought process is. It's like, you know, a lot of the times if I've had paranoia, it's been, it's come down to like, if I decipher the thought, it's kind of like, oh, I think I'm just thinking like, there's something I need to be doing or like somewhere, like there's like some responsibility I have or this and that. And it's like, you know, gotta soften it. <laughs> That's annoying. I see that. And yeah, I can understand that. I love, I think why I like weed so much is that I do have a lot of ambition and I am a restless spirit. And for all the meditating and relaxing, it's like, I find presence in what I'm doing, you know? So like when I'm doing shit, whether that's making a video, writing, exercising, whatever, I'm in that, but I'm still doing yeah. something. Right. And then stillness is something I'm trying to bring into my life. But at the end of my days, which is when I smoke, not every day, but at, when I do, yeah it's just this perfect thing mary gives me time she goes hey hey you're allowed to take a rest you're allowed to watch tv and not feel guilty and obviously yeah. there's something that i hopefully i think it's just being a young ambitious man to be honest i don't even i don't even see that as a bad thing i go that's part of my ambition that's part of what drives me if i wasn't if i didn't have that restlessness i also wouldn't be working so hard and working towards my dreams and I, so i don't even shame that part of myself and i know and i can sense in me that once I become an older and established, I feel like I won't have that maybe that same call to smoke weed at night yeah. to to feel okay with resting or like watching TV or whatever. But for now, I'm totally it's cool. So nice. Like I I smoked last night too because I haven't smoked in a long time, and then I smoked last night. And uh, I think you know because uh, are, are we like is this the podcast by the way? Or are we just chatting right now? Yeah, we're just, yeah, dude. We're this is. I want to do an episode of just like stone conversations. Okay, cool. There's no intention. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, it's funny because this last couple weeks or like the last week or whatever, like, you know, my TikTok's getting a bunch of attention. And, and yeah, like, they I had a are. Viral... Thanks, man. Yeah, so it's like I got a viral video. And so like 
you know, there's the fun of like seeing all the comments and like trying to respond to people. And it's like, I've been going throughout my days doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. But then in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, got to check, see, see the comments, like, you know, respond to people, whatever. And like there's and then also I think for, there was like a moment where like my best friend who I, I don't really even see her that often. She's basically like my sister. I'm really close with her and her husband as well. And like, you know, she came over for like a minute and my mom was here visiting and like, you know, she was so happy to see her. And like she asked me to take a photo of them because I haven't seen each other in forever. And like and I hung out with them for a minute and then I, you know, went on with the day and then I like went back to the TikTok and everything. And then it was funny because then I smoked weed that night and I laid down and I was just slowly breathing. And I was just thinking about like all the moments of the day where it's like, I wasn't even fully present. It's like, I was having this moment with people that I love, like my best friend and my mom who's visiting from Florida. And it was like, in the back of my head, I'm thinking of these things I got to do. And I'm like trying to respond to these comments and this and that. And it's like, we don't even appreciate, sometimes we don't even appreciate a moment until like, you're looking back at it and you're like, fuck, that was really sweet. It's like, I was just really caught up. So it's funny. Like, yeah, like the TikTok thing, it's not, you know, it's, eventually you're just, I'm just going to reach a place where I, you know, I just look at my phone whenever I want to, there's always going to be something, you never, you're never going to get to all of it. You know what I mean? But I think, I, I think while, while something's getting traction, I like, I like seeing the people that it's resonating with and, and trying to like get back to them. And, and also a lot of people are like um, privately messaging me and stuff. I mean, like, you know, saying things and I'll kind of like try to get back to them on my, my yeah. thoughts about things. And it's just cool to feel like, Oh, like someone's, resonating with this opinion but at the same time i can't make these people my priority you know what i mean it's like i've it's gotta nice. like it's nice yeah. to be heard when you especially yeah. it's an exciting thing you know and that's not it's not a normal human thing in there for our evolution to have so many interactions right so when it starts happening in, in the digital world it's still just as crazy so it's yeah, so it's totally normal to get caught up in that and like i totally like yeah of course there's a video starts doing super well, I feel compelled to respond to everybody because, wow, I'm so happy that this is resonating. I've kind of feel a little bit proud as well. I'm like, nice. Okay. That's cool. Like that thing that I care about helps people and it resonates with someone. And, you know, of course that's, that's what I think the big crux for someone like us, right? Like self-identified spiritual people, but who are also online. It's like, navigate that. Good luck. It's the hardest place you want to go on. And that's where you want to be. Let's see how much presence you can carry. Can you come to this space intentionally and then leave? Can you truly leave it? Can right. you? And this is, the, and I'm, I've been playing this game with myself since this whole TikTok thing, like with a year ago or whatever, just like, how can I be present and online and on my phone, but not, but not distracted when I'm out for a walk earlier, for instance, and I'm making, I'm like bringing, I'm recording moments. I'm not looking at my phone. I just kind of hold it down here because I now like, and I'm just stable about it. I feel like I'm in the moment and I feel like sometimes even it can help me be in the moment. Cause I'm like, this is a dope moment. I really want to be here. I take my phone out and then I like record it as it's happening. And I'm also like, I guess more intentional about being there. Cause I'm like recognizing the significance or the, the view, whatever the fuck it is I'm looking at. Right. And yeah. so, but even though I, I think like it can help me sometimes, it can also be the very thing that, then you're stuck like you said i relate to that you're just like you're with, with someone else but you can't help it yeah and also okay so the other thing that people like you and i just need to stay aware of like anybody who's like taking on this um you know not a role i mean it, it becomes a role but it starts off as an intention to like 
share your own personal wisdom with other people or your own personal insights right yeah. but when you start when you when you start to now take on the role of like oh i guess i'm like a teacher because <laughs> you know i've got all these people and i'm doing like private coaching and i'm doing this and that and like then as a result when we like forget in a moment that we're not that role and that's just one of our many we're roles, just like, a human yeah yeah like but but we all have many roles in our lives you know brother friend dad mother like whatever we got Love all these baby. things and, and sometimes we're in that role and sometimes we're not. But it's funny because if, so, if somebody comes to you or I or people like us with a question in, in, in the moment and we really don't know the answer, we might have the tendency to just spout some kind of answer like all confidently because it's like, well, I'm the teacher and I'm supposed to know this. But it's, it's like, we got to remember it's okay to also be like, I don't know. I haven't thought that much about that one. I'm still like forming my opinion around that because, you know, it's like instead you go, oh, I'm the teacher. So like, you just got to fucking bullshit something out. You got to like, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, like, you know, you got to catch those moments and just be honest and be like, I'm not sure how I feel about that yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm an opinionated son of a bitch, though. I think that's the thing. Yeah. A lot of things people ask about, I think, aren't that outside of things I've thought about. Yeah. Like, what do you think if somebody cheats? What do you do? Stuff like that. It's like, I've thought about that. I have an opinion, but I feel like I'm part of my brand or whatever, which is now something I guess I'm mentally conscious of, or it's in there is like nuance, right? So when people ask me things like that, my gut reaction is like, I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure. But oh, man, here's man. a take. Here's a, yeah. I can't be certain. But here's a, so fuck it. I don't, I, I'm, I feel like it's honest. I'm yeah. putting that disclaimer. I don't know. <laughs> yeah and it's funny go, going back to the thing you were saying earlier sorry i'm really high now so i'm like i'm swimming too dude it's funny. <laughs> um going back to what you're saying earlier though it's like with just like being present and stuff it's funny how our um ego or our you know our little our little app the way when we perceive out of like our avatar or like the role of like chris or nina or whatever it's like you know even here i'm having a conversation with you and you're like my buddy and like you know, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I'm aware that we're being recorded and we're on a podcast. It's like, I'm check, like looking over here make sure I look okay, like whatever. But it's like, but really I should just be fucking vibing and just talking to you and being like friends and not, you know, if the world sees it, then whatever. And if no one sees it, fine. It's like, and that's like that ultimate, like the place that we all want to reach of just that ultimate comfort wherever you are without, you know, considering how you may or may not look to other people or if you're phrasing something right or if you're doing whatever or like, you know, it's like, you know, we all gravitate towards those people who are so comfortable and confident within themselves, wherever they are, like, and just present in the moment. Like, those are the people we all want to be and we all want to be around, you know? Yeah, that's so true. Just authentic, authentic, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, can you, can you not sacrifice yourself even when you move to different places that might make you want to feel, be smaller, change parts of yourself because you fear judgment in those spaces. And it's like having that connection to your authentic self and being like, I'm not going to betray my values or my, or my beliefs or myself. Again, there's nuance here to say, I, I also respect people who know how to talk to the person in front of them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like each person, you know, isn't the same. It's good to be compassionate and aware of who you're talking to as well. You know? Yeah. And also what, because, okay, we're all simultaneously we are broadcasters and receivers mm -hmm. and it's like when you're around a particular person the way that they receive might be different than another person or the way that they interpret in, uh, language and 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 mm -hmm. embody in nonverbal language as well so it's like and then also they and you are also a transmitter 
So sometimes you have to like instinctively modify what you're transmitting based on what you believe would be the most receivable from that individual, right? Like yeah, from obviously, we've all tried to talk to someone from a different language. It's like that yeah. process. It's like, okay, I'm gonna have to figure this out. Some like I'm, you know, yeah, we're obviously yeah. always doing that with our brain. Yeah. Start miming it out. Right? Yeah, <laughs> just, like, yeah. just genuinely kind of, you know, so much communication isn't even verbal. You know, it's it's like yo, speaking of nonverbal communication. Do you think that there are aliens? And if there were, would they use tele, like tele, telepathy? Telepathy? It's telepathy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, telepathy. Telekinesis, no. Telekinesis? Yeah. No, that's moving oh, shit. Tele telepathy. Um, it's interesting because I think, yeah, but I also think, um, no, this is weird because I think that like everything exists. Dude, I think the same thing. I think there's like a dimensional space for every possible universal reality. And it's like, but like, they're the more different or like unlikely that timeline or situation is from the context you're living in, the further dimensionally it is from you, but it doesn't mean that it's not there. It's still technically in the same place. Yeah, well, I think even like space and all that, it's not yeah, like from our human perspective, we can like quantify it and all this stuff, but even that's still just like a projection of like, it's like a projection on a screen. Like it's our, mm -hmm. like the outer world is like just our, us, like our little own movie, right? It's like our own little, it's like we are the projector. It's funny, like we think the outside world, it's like we think that we're a body. We think that we're a body inside of a world, but we actually are like, our body is actually inside of us. Like everything is inside of us. Like we are the, it's like when you have a projector at a, at a movie theater and it's like, it's the source of the light that, that is shooting out. But when you look at the images on the screen, you might think like, oh no, that's the source because there's the, but it's like, no, it's all coming from this little box over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, what's it's the like, source of the light? Yeah, yeah. But going back, sorry, going back to the idea of everything existing. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I think that, you know, and I've made one of my first videos, it's one of my first videos on TikTok and I was saying, maybe I should remake it actually. I've been remaking some of like my best videos and stuff um, or like, you know, coming at them with a, new, a little new phrasing and stuff. But like, I had this video where I said, you know, I don't think this is like um, one world with uh, 8 billion people or uh, I don't think this is one reality, you know, with 8 billion yeah. people. I think this is 8 billion realities that are sharing a, a time and a space. It's like, we're on this playing field and we're kind of like looking at each other through windows. You know, it's kind of like, we've like, we've all got our own little personal paradigms. And I think as a result, you know, one person thinks this or that, this person is like, they know the earth is flat. And this person is like, they know whatever. And it's like, we've all got like these knowings and it's like reality itself is like in the eye of the beholder. It's just an experience. Like I actually was just rewatching free guy. You remember free guy with a, Ryan I had Reynolds a lot of good little philosophy in there yeah I was just I was just watching with my mom last night and like a friend of ours and we were just like you know the part where it's just like well who cares if this isn't real like it's real if I'm here like if I'm having this experience you know and so we, we want to be like that person's delusional and this is whatever and it's like we all literally are just having our own little dream <laughs> we all literally are having our own little reality and um you know but then but then I don't know how it works in terms of like Cause there definitely are like overlap. There's definitely like collective agreements and like, you know, yeah. Collective assumptions and all the, all these things of like how the world works and like, yeah, it's, it's very trippy, but, but ultimately I think that any experience can be accessible. So that includes an alien 
communicating with you telepathically because it excludes nothing, right? So it's kind of like, what do you want to tap into? And what do you want to make real? You know, we even talked about this on the phone, like all those conspiracy theories and everything. It's like, do you want to like go to that world where there's like the evil Tom Hanks and the- or It's the, real, the bro. Good, that's like, actually how it works. Yeah. I can't even stress it enough. Like that's literally how it works. I know I'm right. And like, fuck it, man. I don't care if I'm wrong. Like, I just feel like I am right. Like everything is possible in that respect. Everyone can project and create a world. Like, it's like, it's this fucking crazy shit where like these beings that are monkeys, but also endowed with like these psychic spiritual powers. And all it is is really shaping the collective consciousness and how the psyche interprets reality. That is just different language for the same thing you said. It's just that I think it's going to be more grounding and more accessible for the collective to understand this through the lens of the psyche because you can talk about the psyche like oh there's the psyche interprets reality and it simulates your reality and all your senses are simulated thus your experience of reality is not real it is just it's just like a projection of it's like being created but it's not the thing itself um and leaning into that kind of humility of like fuck what was i saying (laughs) it's all good i was gonna basically like what <laughs> what you're getting at is like fuck i don't know either <laughs> you can cut all this stuff out right <laughs> no this is good this is perfect um no, oh actually, yeah but uh, but yeah everything existing and shit and all that i think it's okay. like you because yeah. your brain is so powerful in creating your subjective experience of reality and that in your subjective experience of reality is your only experience of reality that is reality and, and right. I think that that Your also reality. in some quantum reality, that belief thing actually shapes material reality. It's like you're yeah. connect, you are the universe. And, yeah. because you, and for whatever reason, the brain, the human brain, this brain has become this receiver for this, you know, whether you call it your brain power, right? Or, you know, the spirit, awareness, God, whatever the hell it may be. I really believe we are like these divine beings and we can connect with this at such a crazy level that it shapes the literal reality. Like, you know, the the fabric of it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I believe we are all just God limiting itself. You know, it's like having having a limiting experience, having a, a, a limited perspective, right? Because how fun is it? It's like if you had the Midas touch and everything you touch turns to gold, it's great for a while. It's not about this. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like it's great for a while. It's like beautiful. I think of something, it happens. I can instantly manifest everything I want, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And then you reach this point where like there's no meaning anymore. You're like, okay, like I can just do whatever. So like why not limit yourself for a little while to have an experience of like remembering and like, and like you know, almost putting p- puzzle pieces together and having this mystery. It's like that's exciting. And then you start tapping into more and more of this like understanding that like you have you can connect with this expression you can connect with this creative force because you are it you are it forgetting that you're it right you're like the unconscious of god right you're like god sleeping right it's like you're god dreaming or whatever right and so um yeah i find that very fascinating my conception of it is that god wanted to play with himself that's what i see it i see this (laughs) don't put it that way no i love that way (laughs) Because it's like, I think God, the source, this thing that sprouted itself got to like come to an understanding where it's like, it's almost entertaining. Like it's as life started to develop, you know, it witnessed it in a way. And it was like, I want that. Like, look how this thing that I would like to experience what animals are experiencing. Because look at how that's so cool because it's looking at animals going, that thing is evolving. Well, I'd like to put myself back in that so I could experience what it is to do that because I never, you know. 
it's the same. It's, yeah, it's the same exact reason we play video games, we watch yes. movies, and we do these things. We're like, That's we it. want to, we want to live vicariously in a moment. Oh my god, it's so meta. It's like it, it goes like it's like like okay, here we are. We're pure energy, all like all loving awareness. We're God, right? So now it's like okay, let's limit down as like this human, and now you're this human that's like evolving and learning that it's God, but it, then it's it's having short-term moments of also living vicariously through like video game characters and movie characters and like relating to like fiction and all these things. And it's the exact same idea. It's just like a movie, for instance, is like a two minute life or a two hour life, as opposed to like, you know, a hundred year life or whatever. It's like, it's, yeah, it's quite interesting. There was, there was, I wanted to touch really quick while I, while I remember it. Um, There was something you were saying, like maybe like two subjects ago that I took a mental note of and it I wanted to bring back up like, Oh, it was like the, the multiple realities thing. I wanted to talk about like, you know, my concept of um, the way that we see the world and what physical reality be, is and like what it is being in our experience is like, it's um interpretation of information, like through our physical senses. It's like to see, smell, hear, t- taste, touch, all that. Like what we're doing is like with those mechanisms is like we're, we're um, translating vibration. We're translating data. And, and the, the data or the information gets distorted by each individual based on like where they're tuned to. Like, the, and I, I think that's why, you know, we could all literally be living our own reality because, and I, I've touched on this too, where it's like an eyewitness testimony is where they're like, the person ran that way or no, they ran that way. Or like, no, they were wearing a hat or they were wearing this. I think like people have different interpretations that don't correlate with other people's and then they want to be like no that person's lying or they're wrong but really that's just the way that they saw it because the way that their mechanisms are tuned and pulling in all this information is creating you know a different type of interpretation that they experience so really it's like i believe that that's that's exactly yeah that's exactly what uh what i'm talking about i believe that 100 percent. it's like you're you're the one simulating reality as such you could change that simulation through the power of subconscious programming or, you know, so, something that's not, con- you know, you're getting fucked yeah. up. That's why I think, I, that's why I believe in the power of brainwashing. I believe in the power of propaganda. I believe, why? Because it's useful. It works, right? If you're, a, if you're a tyrant and you want to control people, literally you can make them see the world a certain way by feeding them ideas, feeding them beliefs. And this is why I'm so passionate about people digging into their beliefs and pulling past dogmatic narratives and challenging anything they think they, that they believe because most of it, I think was passively, we passively accept it. And I remember like, and I'm very lucky because of my, like I did a personality test and I'm like fourth lowest in politeness, which is like my deferentialness to authority. So it's like instinctually, I was lucky, I guess, because I feel like this world does feed a lot of shit. No offense to the world, but I never listened to authority like on gut anyways. So I was always kind of thinking for myself. A lot of people yeah. think for themselves, but I, I never, I feel like I didn't get pulled too much in because I was always kind of like an objective to my teachers. You know, I always just kind of was a shithead. Always trying to think I was right or whatever the fuck. Dude, but, I can relate yeah. actually. I was, yeah. I was a bit of, I was a bit of a, uh, bit but of I like a smart, I was a bit of a smart ass. I think that helped <laughs> us though, because being a smart ass yeah. in a world that feeds you a lot of propaganda. And yeah. when you realize how much of the world is propaganda, because propaganda is just people espousing uh, any kind of media that will make you think a certain way. 
okay mm-hmm. well, that's that's happening all the time everyone's putting out propaganda yeah. especially political well, propaganda especially like media and just cultural distractions like i think every time cultural fights come up most of them are just distractions they're like they're they're intentionally putting these issues out there to create division or like or we're unconsciously doing it as a society but even then i'm like bro we shouldn't be like this is not the real problem but what if it's also the result of previous momentum of collective energies like because energy has to manifest itself so like if we're projecting if we're projecting like fear and hate and whatever we need to create more things to be fearful of or not even need to that's just what will be created because energy has to unfold itself right it has to be interpreted in our through our senses like the stronger an energy gets built on and, and gets held and so like you know what if things like covid or like these natural you know disasters or like these things that like you know what if those are you know the the result of i mean this is like really trippy but what if even you know children coming into the world with diseases and all these things like are literally those souls coming in with an intention to be like oh we have to fulfill this fucking you know creation that people are saying this world is a terrible place and this you never know what's going to happen and this and that like whatever we all collectively are putting out there and like I mean, I don't know if that's what's going on, but what if, like, because, like, I do think, you know, at a certain point when you hold a vibration long enough, it needs to be expressed. Like, it's not even, it's not even, will it be? It's just, it will be, right? It's like, so I wonder, I do wonder, like, makes at me what think point, like, yeah. yeah. It kind of makes me think of, like, the, uh, in Hinduism, they, like, believe that there's, like, a cycles the universe goes through, and it, like, repeats itself, like, endlessly or some shit like that. Is that I samsara? What, what is samsara? Do you know samsara is? is just the wheel of suffering. That's in Buddhism. I think it's maybe it exists in both, uh, yeah. but it's like about the wheel of suffering. It's the idea that like the reincarnation cycle and that this is a drama that we enact here and souls are trying to like essentially mature and like reach higher, you know, oh, yeah. many reincarnation cycles. But anyways, that philosophical framework sees the universe as happening in like this through these patterns and even through they have like have, they have specific years for these like uh, amount of times and i believe that they're kind of right and it's exactly from what you're saying it's like there's patterns to this thing you know what i mean there's ways in which it has to ha- it has to be why it's just the way it is because of past things and those past things are connected to the things now we live in this it is cause and effect but it's like so cause and effect that you know what i mean it's like but it's interesting i i wonder yeah. imagine if Okay, I wonder if today, like some quote unquote miracle happened and everybody in the world suddenly like just went to a place of love. I wonder how long it would take until all the manifestations in the world were on that level of love. Because all of that queued up energy is still there, of like hate and anger and fear. And it's like, we're in this cycle, it right? Time. And it's, what, what'd you say? It takes time. Yeah, so it's, it's almost like enough overnight. It's like it's like what if tomorrow we all were like, oh, we're all like kumbaya, whatever, and like you know, but 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 there's still people like dying from diseases and suffering and all the all this crazy stuff, uh, like and all these you know unwanted things like natural disasters and whatever. But we also know like oh, we gotta let all this like run itself out, right? Like so let's stop regurgitating it, let's stop reacting to it, and just kind of let it all happen with the you know love and compassion. You know what I mean? Like eventually our world would start becoming this fully like utopian place, I bet. You know, of course there's always going to be things that we don't want, but I don't think the severity needs to be the way it is in the world right now. I think that it's 
it's gone it's just gone drawn far too down too far down right yep. like it's like i think I, we can bring that back up i think we can make our suffering more manageable like yeah. a little less tragic, you know i think we i think i think a, i think a lot of people now are believing that nowadays that we yeah. can make the world better and it wouldn't happen overnight but i mean like very logically if every single person all of a sudden had loving love in their heart we we would all be dra dramatically changed you know because the whole world we'd be like okay well if i work in this system i'm going to change my practices well if i'm a lawyer everything would change but slowly you know and then and like yeah i think sometimes we like we rush it i think that systems are going to change slower than culture can i think mm. if we really want a huge system change then you're going to have to wait for something else to happen wow that's that's an interesting thought yes systems will t take longer than cultures because a revolution can happen like in a freaking week you know like just like by people's mindset changes and all that but the systems yeah it's it's almost unless like the answer is just like you know displayed on a golden plate for all of us we're like oh i get it instead of like capitalism or instead of you know the the you know the jail system or this system or whatever it's like we have all these new solutions or something that like make more sense you know what i mean or financial, you know, the economy, all these things. Cause I'm sure there's a way to make this world work like <laughs> without a lot of suffering. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I, I'm, no. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm literally believe that like we're at that late, like late stage collapse of civil, like this civilization. And like, there's probably a few more hundred years at best. But like this is about it and i think that that's good it's not a problem it just is what it is it's happens before rome fell it should have should, should fall it'll come back but the things we do today in culture will be the most important things for the like the new world that emerges because there's always a new world that emerges we've been yeah. we're gonna keep kicking this thing i know we will and we're gonna be there too probably i mean my grandkids probably... my great yeah we're you know like but even like our spirit like Oh it's yeah, like, I guess we're, so. Like we're still gonna be. It's like we were probably around all kinds of stuff in the in our history, right? Like in mm -hmm. some form, we were like looking through a pair of eyes somewhere, right? Like yeah. whatever. That, That's know what so I mean? crazy like, to think about. Yeah, it's like so. So I mean, we'll be there too, receiving the benefit of what we're creating now. You know what I mean? It's like you Holy know, shit. It, it, I'm scared. What happens next? Am I going to go on a bird? Am I going to live a life? Like, I'm like tripping. Like, imagine like, what if that's my <laughs> next one? I'm a fucking bird fighting it out there. I got to fight my own sibling when I'm in the nest. Or else he'll fucking <laughs> kill me. I, oh, oh, dude, it's a tough life out here for a lot of, all you probably already lived. You've probably already lived that one, you know, just judging. I think on I'm your, remembering uh, it right now. I'm having know, a past just, life reoccurrence. I was going to say, it sounds like you're thinking in the past there, uh, <laughs> just, but but you know, it, it's like you and I, we talked about everything everywhere all at once for a minute. Yeah. It, it was like, you know, that, that concept of like, settle down, like, you know, like settle into existence. Like you're always going to be something like you're always going to be awareness. You know, it doesn't matter if you're the rock on the mountain or the pinata, right? Remember you, you saw the movie, right? I did. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, and her whole thing is like, oh, I'm going to build this bagel. It's going to suck me into it. I'll finally be done. And it's like, you're always going to be something like, so why not just settle into where you are and realize there's no getting off this ride? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're, in, <laughs> you're here forever, motherfucker. <laughs> you can use that little sound bite for like the TikTok or something. That was a good one. <laughs> for like the one. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs>
<clears throat> What's some trippy shit I can talk about? Something fun. You, you wanted to talk about you wanted to talk about mushrooms and stuff. Is what you told oh, me yeah. at one point. You know what? I think I did psychedelics. I, great, great things. Great things. Honestly, there was a part of me that for a while was like bitter about the fact that like people were. It was becoming popular in a way because I was almost like, oh, it's gonna get commercialized. And I was trying to see. And I think I was just critical of that. I think it was just the hipster in me. But then I was like, you know what, man? Fuck it, dude. People should get high. Like people should experience something that starts breaking down their conceptual realizations of reality. And if that's mushrooms and if it's they're just doing it for fun at first, like fuck it, dude. Like do it for fun. I, now that I think it's like when I'm honest with myself, like sure, was I always a little spiritual and stuff? Sure, but like you I did mushrooms just out of curiosity. And hell yeah, man, if people are willing to do it out of curiosity, I encourage it. I think mushrooms are great. I think you got to be mindful of obviously your psychological like ailments and you know, if you have a history in your family. But aside from that, stay safe, you follow the three pillars of a good successful psychedelic trip, which is set setting physical setting where you are, the people around you, and then the most important, your mindset. If you're going into this to party to escape to change like bro that mushrooms is going to sense that and bring all of that out. You better and like but also having an intention does help guide you. And then obviously physical environment, you got to feel comfortable where you are or you could have a panic attack and hopefully like if you can nature somewhere you feel comfortable but if not like your home and then like the people, you you should hopefully if it's one of your first times have a sober grounder, just somebody who's no psychedelics and who can like you know calm you down a little bit if need be and ground you because it is a lot you know it is literally especially if you do a good a good dosage like your whole yeah layer well, even, of reality starts peeling even if a person has like a quote-unquote bad trip yeah or whatever it's like that's actually still well it's all about the meaning that you apply to it because some people that they might look at that and be like oh i'm never doing that again like da 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 da, da, da. but it's like well it was actually still a good thing because it was showing you that there's something in you that yeah, that you want to um, just gently and like patiently become more aware of and, and soften and, and you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think those things happen as a result of trying to control, like, like the times I've gotten, like we said earlier, smoking weed, it's like, oh, like if I felt paranoid on weed or something, it's like, because I just took a substance that's putting me in an altered state. And at the exact same time, I'm trying to stay where I was. Like, I'm still, I'm trying to like, keep the, the, you know, the viewpoint I had and like, control like and it's like no you just have to surrender like be like i'm going into another place i'm exiting my my ordinary awareness well said, well said. so like you know you have to you have to forget it's okay to forget who you are in that moment and not think about it and like just be something new and experience something new you know Absolutely. and you don't need psychedelic you don't need psychedelics to reach that but it is it is a shortcut you don't need, you don't need psychedelics for anything it's just yeah. an incredible tool if you if you know how to use it super fucking it's like a cheat code it's like yeah. it's like they're fucking great man obviously you know treat them with respect but i, yeah, I hope you have to. for mushrooms i've never I, done I, acid i've never i've never done like ayahuasca i've never done any plant medicine stuff i'm going to do all of it at some point in my life you know but all I've done all, is it? all of it what do you mean all of it you're gonna do peyote Aya? no no just like you know all the all the all the mainstream you know like dmt and ayahuasca and like dmt's uh, fucking crazy yeah like, i'm sure yeah wild, man. yeah i mean i'm sure it's like you know there's there's experiences that you know i, I heard some guy talking about a story where he just like 
yeah like he literally went to like outer space and was like looking at the world in that moment and like seeing like like he basically it's like it wasn't just you know he was describing it as like it's not just like a hallucination it's like no you actually go somewhere for a while like you know what i mean <laughs> and I, I, come back absolutely. to your body absolutely yeah. there's this uh there's this christian tale about the book of job and i'm gonna totally oversimplify it but like this guy follows god whatever and then he's good and then the devil's like actually okay i don't need you don't need all the backstory but the point is at some point god shows him the nature of the universe as an answer to some like some shit that went down and he see and he shows him the whole universe and shows him god's wisdom and then he brings joe back and it's supposed to have been like his answer but it doesn't answer shit to him it literally like leaves him like so confused but whatever he continues his life and then life gets better great and yeah. i think that ex when i heard that story it, that is what dmt was for me it's like yeah. it's like i i was shown all of it yeah i i promise you i be i have experienced it it's it's wild what dmt can do at a like at a heroic dose but in saying that i know because anyone who's done it they feel the same way but the other side of it is but if you it doesn't it's not something you can take with you you can't yeah, rationalize. You come back. The human mind cannot rationalize the scale of the universe that's the thing if you knew god's wisdom you wouldn't fucking get it buddy that's why when you're talking what? about things like souls dying and being necessary it's like yeah you're probably right and there's some crazy reason you won't understand like we don't understand and so what if that passage of the Bible was actually like a metaphor of doing psychedelics or something? Like <laughs> I think absolutely, bro. Or yeah. or attaining Christ or even like Yeah, attaining Christ attaining consciousness. that consciousness because it's like yeah. the man the man Joe if then Job would represent the man and the man wouldn't be able he didn't get it. You know, yeah. if that's like if that's how you're gonna see it. Yeah, it's almost like yeah, it's almost like you can't how you can't see your own eye. It's like you are, I don't know. It's, bite it's your like teeth. what'd you say? It's like bite your teeth. Yeah, it's like you. I don't know. Like you, like whenever whenever we're human, it's like our perspective is so limited that we can like start to kind of understand some things. But there's always something like I don't know that that like there's always going to be a piece missing for us because of just our where we are, the way that we are temporarily limited the thing you know, that you know, we are the the organic makeup limits yeah exactly you, yeah you are not ever going to experience the total nature of this universe in this lifetime <laughs> yeah. you probably yeah. might at the end of this all at the end of this yeah. whole thing that's maybe the point you experience yeah. all of it awareness has become one again that's it baby we did it or, show's over yeah. or you have that temporary moment in your life like you said doing dmt or somebody has a near-death experience and then they're brought back to life and it's like but they can't take it with them. It's like they had a glimpse of something. They're like, ah, oh, what was it like over there? It's just like, it's just pure awareness. It's like, you know, like, you know, and, and so there's obviously this other place or this other thing that will, this other like veil that will get pulled back eventually that will like kind of permanently stay in or at least have a, a long vacation. Long in, vacation. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think it'll happen. This is a cycle that goes forever. That's yeah. that, then it blows, the universe happens. It's just this, it's like it's they're like almost like lungs yeah it's our universe this is our universe the existence of how it works it just looks. it's crazy how good breathing is for you like i do the wim hof method in the morning and just gets you high it's like it's like wim yeah, hof gets you high like, that's fuck yeah like yeah that's that's another thing you can you don't even have to do psychedelics you can just there, there are people who can do some extreme stuff with their breath just get just with their own air supply <laughs> pretty Dude, wild i've done it i 
have you like do you actually get feel high when you do the Wim Hof method yeah well I mean it's just nice I haven't had like some transcendental experience or something like for me like my body's tingling I feel like I'm humming I'm just like on this high energy I'm like you know I feel really great um you know everything's like tingly like your yeah, body some, drug, some drugs make you feel that way for sure <laughs> yeah yeah but it's just but I'm, but I'm i'm not even talking about me specifically i'm saying i'm sure there are like yogis out there and people out there who can do i've only done the wim hop method there's all kinds of breathing methods and all kinds of you know things where people like like kundalini and things like that where like they can have like a third eye awakening they call it where like oh. they pull the kundalini all the way up and blast off into pure white light and you know, and then apparently these people for the rest of their lives are, are just changed. Like they just understand that we're all made of light and you know what I mean? So I don't know, it's, it's quite interesting that people can reach that by manipulating their breath, you know? And it's also interesting that breathing happens automatically without our um, effort, but also we can take it over and control it, which I think is almost a metaphor for like us being God and then also us just being like things happening to us you know yeah. what i mean it's like we are like, we are the divine we are the yeah, it's, like, it's like yeah it's a great it's a great um parallel of like oh life is just happening to me but then there are times where you get in that flow and you feel like you're creating life and life is happening through you and for you right and it's the same thing with your breath you can like you can consciously take it over or you can let it take over and then you're the one like be like that being done i guess yeah yeah quite interesting Dude, very, very interesting. Um, I'm going to smoke a little bit more weed. I'll take one more hit. What do you think about, um, you know, like thoughts and emotions creating reality? Have you had firsthand experiences with that? Well, yo, you know what's funny? You mentioned all that yoga shit. Kriya yoga is something I've been like, I'm listening. I'm almost done listening to the autobiography of a yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. And yeah. in, the, in the it talks about all these crazy capacities that yo, like these yoga swamis like can do. It's crazy. They're pretty much, and I believe it. I buy it. I fucking buy yeah. it. I buy that, that these people and these practices, forty five years, like super dedicated in these specific ways, and there's some wisdom behind it. They can tap into the life force to prana and then literally become God and literally like bend material reality to their whim. And it's fucking wild. And I believe it. I really do. Yeah. No, I, I believe it too because. Not that I'm a yogi, but um, in 2017 and 2018, I got in this crazy flow and like multiple things happened that showed me that like reality is um, can be very flexible and malleable. Like I, I um, like I've seen physical reality change a couple times, but I've never been able to like do it on purpose. It's always just been like something like I remember like one time it was all it was all, all these things that happened when I was in that very high place of like that that Christ consciousness like you know like we've tapped like I've tapped into it before and it's not like you know it's actually been a while since I've really been there um because I've just you know it does take discipline and practice with your your focus and whatever and it's easy to get lazy and you know and not and neglect your health and whatever and would you say that alcohol, the level that you've that. reached is christ consciousness do you think you've actually experienced what christ consciousness I, yeah is? yeah I, I experienced it like in around 2017 and 2018 i was like in this How would you mode describe for, that? it's it's heaven it's like being it's like you realize that earth is heaven but it's like a place it's like everyone is still with you like it's like no one has died it's like everybody is here but they're here it's like you can feel all of everybody, like everyone who's ever been, and like 
Mm. You know, like it's like no one really goes away. They're still here on earth, but they're here expressed differently. And and like it's just this level of like, yeah, it's it's actually kind of like what we were saying, where it's like you did the DMT and like you, you can't take it with you. It's kind of the same thing. Like I can't really take that. It's it's like for me to even try to remember what that was like. I just remember I was in this flow for like a while where all this stuff was like clicking and clicking and clicking. And I was like, you know, as soon as I like had an intention, it happened. Or as soon as, you know, I thought of someone, they called me and, soon, and like, you know, I still, and you probably still get these things here and there, like little synchronicities, but it was more than just that. Like there was, there was times where, um, and I've, I have a whole playlist on my TikTok called magical stories, which wow. touch on some of these, which touch on some of these stories, but um, just one story, for instance, and this is one of like a lot that I went through around that time. I remember I was visiting home and I was uh, driving my grandma's car. My mom had like lent it to me and I like um, uh, dented the rim of her car in the curb. And I called my mom and I was like, oh, like I dented granny's rim. And she's like, oh, okay, like we'll figure it out tomorrow. So I brought it back to her house and she was sleeping that night and I went to sleep. And when I woke up in the morning, I went and I looked at the car and the rim was totally fine, but it really was dented in. It wasn't like a hubcap that could just pop out or something. So I saw my mom a little bit later and I was like, oh, never mind. I guess, I guess the rim is fine. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, when you were sleeping, I went outside and looked at it. It's all, it's all dented in. And I was like, no, it's, it's like totally fine. And like we, and she, I brought her back out and we both just looked at it and it was back to normal. And we're like looking at each other and we're like, huh? Okay. That's weird. Like, I guess it, there's not, there's no explanation for it. You know what I mean? It's, it couldn't, it couldn't like just fix itself you know it just showed it just showed me that like I was because at that time I was in such a high place and things were working out for me and it say it just saved me a trip from going to the to the freaking mechanic or getting a new rim or whatever is all it did right it was like I had this intention for something to work out for me and you know I, I didn't react I wasn't like oh my god this rim ah. it was just like okay it's something I'll deal with and then it just kind of fixed itself and I was like okay that's weird like and then and then I started having um a few, I've had a few other things like that where, uh, where I've literally seen physical reality change itself. And, where, and that's when? why, okay. So I, I, another one of, and I have a TikTok for this. Oh man, this is a wild story. No, a lot. I totally understand people aren't going to believe it, but like, and I, I, who cares? What's that? Yeah, exactly. It, ha it happened to me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I made, I made this, this video on TikTok. It's also in the magical stories playlist, but I was saying that, um, you know, basically around that time, I had been putting out this intention to the universe and to, to source and just being like, because I'm always talking to whatever this higher power is. I'm always like, yeah, trying to keep a, yeah like I'm always trying yeah. to like keep a relationship with it. You know, I'm always mm -hmm. like, you know, please guide me. I'm listening. Like, you know, show me this, show me that. And like, help me with this. I'm a, I'm a little confused. I don't know how to do, how to work this thing out, whatever. And I'm always like, just even when I can't hear that guidance, I just, I believe it's there. And I believe you can, you can tap into it and, and you have to, you have to rise to it in order to hear it kind of. And, and so, I don't know, I was just in that flow and I kind of was saying to the universe, like, show me how flexible physical reality can be. Show me something that is indisputably like what we would consider impossible, impossible because I, because I know that this world is magical. I know that it can be magical. Right. And I want to see that. I want to see that magic. And so I'd been putting out that, that intention for a couple of days. And I went to this whole, this Halloween party and I was with my friend and this was right at the time that white claw came out and it was sponsored by white claw. So it was like free white claw and everything. So I got a, uh, like a, a black cherry white claw and drank it over the course of like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, whatever. And then like, I went back and I got another one, a black cherry one. 
And over like the next 20, 30 minutes or whatever, like I was just sipping on that. And, I'm, and then I'm like standing on this back porch with my friend. And, uh, and I'm like towards the end of this, this second white claw or whatever. Now I've been there for probably like 45 minutes or an hour. And uh, he's kind of like talking to me and in the, in the back of my head, because, you know, I'm on like my last sip, of this black cherry white claw. And I'm like, and like, as he was talking to me, I thought to myself, okay, like when he's done telling me this story, I'll go back to the bar and I'll get a new, a new white claw. And I want to try a different flavor because so far, both of them have been black cherry. Right. So it's just a quick little, like, yeah, like when we're done, I'll get a different flavor. And as soon as I think that the can like shot out of my hand, it's not like I dropped it. Like I just felt it by my side. Cause I was standing like this, you know, it was like, I was just standing like that and it just like it just went like like it literally shot out of my hand and it like it didn't land the way that an it empty should. can would land the way it didn't it didn't land, it didn't act like an empty can i was talking to him and i just heard it go instead of like thud by my foot it was like or no sorry instead of ting 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 and rolling away it dropped and it went thud it just like thudded next to my foot and like i like listened to him talking and i reached down and i picked it up and it was a brand new unopened mango flavored white claw. And I was looking at it like and the second I saw it in my head, I went, thank you. Like, I'm like, thank you. Cause like, I, this is, I had been asking for this. Right. But I didn't want to like freak out and like show my friend. So, so I just like, I just kind of like look around and obviously I'm freaked out, but like in a good way. And like, I pop, I pop it open and like take a sip and my friend's looking at me and he's like, he's confused because he knew that I had an empty can in my hand. And it just fell and like, I just opened up a new one all of a sudden. And he's like staring at me and I'm like, he's like, wait, what, like what just happened? And I was like, did you see that? Like, uh, he's like, wait, what? Yeah, wait, what? And I said, it was, it was an empty can and it fell out of my hand. And when I picked it up, it was full and a different flavor. And he was like, it just didn't compute for him. And so like, we just like let it go. But he was looking everywhere we both were. We're like, where, where's the other one then? Like. And we're look like there was literally no empty black or uh, black cherry flavored can everywhere. And like in my mind, I was on cloud nine, like in my body, I was like, yeah, because I've been like for days now being like, please show me that like this universe is flexible and, and, and kind of like what I was saying before, where it's like, we can interpret information through our senses differently or like have, you know, so I don't know the physics of how that's possible or whatever, but just that moment changed my life. Um, and it's funny too, because like I, when I told that story on TikTok, there were comments of people like, yeah, that's how I am after two white claws or whatever. Obviously, like, you know, I, <laughs> I wasn't drunk or anything. I was totally fine. Like I totally, it, it happened, right? But I understand. Dude, I, I believe that so yeah. much that I actually yeah. just got like super uncomfortable because I yeah. believe it so much that I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't like, I don't like the thought of that shit. I'm like, how much can shit be bending around? Like, you know, like, well, is that like, that's good, but that's bad. Like, does that mean I could no, summon like was, a demon? Was, no, can I be summoning a was, demon right now? I don't want to summon no demon. Like, no, it was, I don't it, was it was beautiful. It was like, it was the softest desire and intention. Like it was just in the back of my head. Okay. In a minute, I'm going to get a new flavor uh, and a new can. And then it just happened. And it almost felt like it was just like, the universe like loving me and saying oh here like let me save you a trip to the bar like this is what you want you know what i mean it was almost just like getting what you wanted but but the thing is i couldn't like intentionally do that i couldn't look at a, an empty can and be like i now command this can to become a full like you know grapefruit flavor or whatever it was you know what i mean and it's like and, and it's so funny because yeah it's it's just these things happen when you if you're in a high enough place 
And again, I haven't been in that high of a place in a long time, but I was, it was like, just when everything just busted open for me, like this whole shift in my um, awareness and also my openness, like I'm a little, I'm like a little less open now. Like, it's almost like, because I became spiritual and like, I started coming up with all these like understandings. Now I'm, I'm like limited more by being like, no, now I know how it works. It's like this and that. But back then it was almost like being like a baby, just like this world can be anything you want it to be. Right. And being that open and like, and so, yeah, I think I don't, I don't know. Like when I hear the, uh, the autobiography of Yogi, I believe that's possible because if I can experience that, like, that's a huge deal. Like to like, and you, so if, why couldn't somebody like levitate? Why couldn't somebody do something else? Like, you know what I mean? Like, into, but you know why? Cause I also think of it. I think of the universe conceptually, like a Buddhist does, like, it's like a dream. I think when we're like, it's like a dream more than anything. And like a dream, it's where you can influence it and whatnot. And it's not, like we are all one mind and it is one mind experiencing itself. And that means that like, it's way more interconnected than you think it is already. Mm -hmm. I... It's true. It's, uh, do you know, um, have you ever heard that story, the egg? I love that's, I, I think that's kind of what it is. Exactly what uh, given. Tell it for the viewers mm -hmm. I want. From Kurzgesagt, they're great. The idea is like, we all have, like we all come from the same, soul essentially like you die whatever like the way that they do the video it's like this guy dies and it's like okay like oh damn like so this was your life yeah that's it okay well what happens next well uh next you're gonna go like back in it's like what do you mean it's like yeah now you're gonna go back and you might be a, a farmer from the 1800s or someone else he's like, oh my god so i'm gonna be like this many more people and like he's asking about it and the he god is like, time travel yes like, exactly like there is no time travel <laughs> He's like, you are all of these. You have been all of these. You are, you are like me. And the guy's like, I'm like a God. And it's like, well, kind of, but not really. Like you will be, but you're like a maturing God. And we as the collective souls are collectively God, a baby God maturing into itself. But we are individually separated in this process of reincarnation to mature, to grow. It's this suffering adversity is building us literally. And the suffering wow. and the, this realm is actually what helps the spirit grow to a wow. degree. And if that's true, then that means that either I have already lived your experience or I will live your experience and vice versa. Absolutely. So we're actually, so we are actually connect since there is no time, we are actually connecting with an experience that we will or already have had in our journey. Uh, sharing this time and space, you know what I mean? You're literally connecting with because, and I actually just made a post about this. I didn't, I didn't even post it yet, but I, I started right before we jumped on this call. It's like this concept of like, if you traded places with another person, atom for atom switched experiences with them, like you would perceive the world that they perceive it based on the experiences that they've had. So you behave mm -hmm. exactly the way that they're behaving. So really it's like your own consciousness doing that. You know what I mean? And you go, oh, I'm actually, I actually was once Nino or maybe, or one day I will be Nino and he'll be, and I'll be looking at Chris through, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'll think that he's separate from me and I'll think, but even though I've already lived Chris, you know what I mean? Or I've, you know what I mean? Like, At the highest truth, it's not their will or will. We are, all is one. All mm -hmm. is like, that's like that. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Everything is one right now, but we're experiencing it separate. We experience a separation. We experience an illusion. And that's, mm -hmm. uh, that's you know, that's that. It's kind of, it's kind of fun, you know, like. I love it. I love the illusion. I think it's so much fun. And I say this with all love, like this is the most real thing you're ever going to experience, but in that respect, 
be present, be mindful, and like also recognize that you need to play in this life. Like you are, you are God, and God wanted to play with Himself. He wanted to rediscover Himself in a way, or themselves, herself, in a way that was, <laughs> you know, fun in a way. And I think that's what it is when you really look at like existence. It's almost, it's beautiful. It's this dance. It's this song, yeah. and the whole universe yeah. is beaten this fucking thing and it's and it is and watch this like there's this great fucking show called universe on netflix amazing i recommend it to anyone and it's like it broke down how everything is connected from like the you, you know the atoms in your body to the uh the the sun's rays and how that affects the season all everything everything how everything yeah. is connected fundamentally and it was just like yeah that's the point that's the point of realization we are all one like and there is no separation and we're starting to see that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's beautiful. And going back to mushrooms, the times that I've taken mushrooms, I've just always come back a better person. I've always come back like with more love to give, like just going, man, like what what are we making such a big deal about? Why are we trying to drag each other down? Like we're we're like, we're having this moment that's just like a blip in eternity. And it's like, we need to just be looking out for each other. Like, you know what I mean? Like because every act of hate is an act of self-hate and every act of love is an act of self-love and you know you can't force love and you can't force hate like but it does take a discipline to like you know pull yourself away from hate you know instead of just letting it keep you there like absolutely we have a negativity bias their brain is adapted through evolution to want to look at the bad and whatnot and hate because that's helped us survive sometime but now i think in many ways we're being called to love like I actually believe yeah. I think like consciousness is being called to evolve to a place of love. Like it can exist in that state. Yeah. I also think humanity is like, you know, it's, it's moving from a place of survival. Like it's been survival for so long. Yeah. It's been exactly. like survival, 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 but now it's moving into a place. It's going to reach this place of like just thrival because it's thrival. like, look at, look at everything we have now. It's like, you know, we don't, we don't, all of our survival needs are usually met. You know what I mean? There's still like, it's not for everybody, but it's like, as we continue, like, I think we'll eventually reach that place where there's no like survival needs, like where everything's comfortable enough. And like, then it just starts to become about how do we just thrive? You know what I mean? Like, how do we just- AI, AI is going to help us do that. I really believe yeah. that AI is evolving like parallel to us right now. Like as we become conscious, it will become mainstream, like, and like really like powerful, so powerful that it can pretty much just do everything i think like yeah there's this episode in the mandalorian recently where like there's this city city planet and like the robots do all the menial work and people just kind of like do art and fuck around and just have fun and just like develop themselves and work on them because the robots can do everything you know and they that's it <laughs> what, what if that what if like the next movement is like this is digital slavery <laughs> well we pay them in zeros and ones <laughs> well we'll see it was yeah. <laughs> in the show the way they rationalized it was like oh for a for a robot it's such a, sh a human life is so short working for you guys for a bit of time like it's like it doesn't mean shit to us like we don't experience time like you do like yeah, they, can, they cool. can exist for hundreds if not thousands of years of these things that's really neat yeah i'd like to learn a little bit more about ai i've kind of been avoiding the subject i actually made a joke video about it and got some backlash on uh instagram but i was like i was basically just making a joke was where i was it? like I was just making a joke. I was like, I was acting all paranoid. I'm like, hey, I going to take over the world and this and that. Oh, and I was yeah. like, and then I was like, oh, it kind of sounds like, you know, all the, like, you know, every, every so often we all panic about something and, you know, it's, 
I'm not, I mean, you know, there are issues like, but basically all I was saying was like, just don't live in fear. Like just don't live in fear of things. But, I agree. Um, yeah. But I also think you should listen to the guys who are working in that field. And a lot of them are like, bro, this, it just like the way that we're handling this isn't great. Yeah, I agree. I just think it's, it's not great. I don't think it's a good analogy when we're like, oh, this is like YK, YK 2001 or whatever the fuck. Like, right. it's like little, I don't, I think that stuff when you really think logically was silly. This logically yeah. is actually cr pretty crazy because we're seeing like demonstrations of it becoming partially conscious. They freak out, they unplug the thing. Like that happened at Facebook because they, they thought that it was like developing too much awareness. Of yeah. Itself. And they literally, I wonder, like, I wonder that's if that's scary. But I wonder if the fear comes from us assuming that like I would kill us. No, well, <laughs> well, okay. You actually just you actually just proved my point because I was gonna say I wonder if the fear stems from us assuming that uh, that like sources, you know, intelligence is nature is evil mm. because we you know we believe that like we're we're just by nature evil. But it's all conditioned, I believe. So it's like, I, I believe, I would think, you know, well, it's funny because then what if, you know, what if it's all this intelligence that they're creating? Because I don't even believe necessarily right now in like artificial intelligence. I just believe in intelligence. Intelligence. Like, it's just developing like it, somewhere else. It's, it's just intelligence. It's like, it's consciousness, right? If, uh -huh. if, it's, if it can be self-aware, then it's, <laughs> you know, that, that's intelligence. It just doesn't have the same body we have because you know there are spirits there's all kinds of stuff that is consciousness right and mm, so um i don't know point. it's kind of it, it's kind of like if 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 the universe is intrinsically good then like then ai would be intrinsically good but if we pro continually project like and give the idea to ai i'm sure ai is already listening to us being like ai is going to take over the world and it's going like oh we we got to take over the world like you know what I mean? it's like like no, no, no. it's it's yeah, it's, I see it's what you mean. Like they start yeah. learning from us. Like, oh, he look, they're rationalizing it or whatever. You know what I think though is my genuine fear, is more like corporations will learn how to create very powerful algorithms that they can wield at their disposal to dominate, suppress, control, and that's my fear. It's not so much that an algorithm is or an AI is going to become conscious and in of itself will want to hurt me. But I think yeah. it's like impartial. I think like nature, uh, like you said, I bet like nature is impartial. It won't give a fuck. It'll just do what it's told. It's like very like I like <laughs> as long as it doesn't see a reason not to. Which why would it? Like it'll probably just do it. How trippy would it be if like <laughs> if it's like you know some of the AI is like you know uh, sinister and stuff, and then some of the AI is like good, and like they're all the AI is like fighting each other and like <laughs> well. I, I believe it. I believe it. Uh, hey, anything's possible. Like we said, all things exist, right? It's like, which, which reality are we trying to tap into? You know, which reality are you personally? It's weird because I don't know how the, how it, this physically works, but like, you know, if you were to be bold enough to go within and to be like, I mean, I don't even have this, this boldness, but it's almost like the Neville Goddard type of boldness of like, you know, I'm just going to be what other people think is delusional and just literally live in that reality. Like, would that person begin to experience, you know, that better world and everything and literally just kind of non-knowingly non split off into like this other timeline or something? But, but think thinking that- I think it doesn't that, work quite like that. I think it becomes, yeah. it's like a slow process. I think like 
that is the mindset that would make it most likely that you will move towards that reality. And that's so if if that the reality is not so radically far from yours now, I think right. like you can only you can only jump so far, so to speak. And I think it, you know what else is required is time. So it's like yeah. it's one of those things like I don't think you can just think your way into a new existence or just be your way into a new existence. I think you have to act your way but, into a new existence. Yeah, but like in a parallel with like sort of almost like the Bashar school of thought. It's like if you if 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 there's billions of realities like that are so similar, it's like and also it comes down to belief because if you have the belief that it takes a long time, then it has to take a long time or it takes long. It's like it's like each person like that that's the thing. It's so hard to like you can't just like make yourself know something but I, like Neville Goddard for instance going back to him like he's done so many crazy things like that he's created like in his life just by being bold enough to literally um disregard what his senses tell him and, and understand that he's creating something else and then he would have these things like he has a whole book about all these things like getting out of the army when he shouldn't have and and like just all these like wild like things that whenever he's found himself trapped in a situation, the way that he would change it is nothing but in the mind. And like literally, you know, he had all these successes and so did a lot of his students, which are all like elderly people now, you know. Um, but yeah, I just find that fascinating. Like what if like in the Bashar way of thought, it's like if there's billions of realities per second and like as I move my hand, I'm actually shifting through billions of reality, just like, you know, film, film a strip, like a film strip with all these frames it's like maybe a person could expedite getting into a timeline that they prefer, but they, but they wouldn't even realize that they did it. They would just think the world ended up changing. You know what I mean? It's like, but really like they left that other world behind and like they're, they're like on autopilot or something in that, or some other version of them is there now, or I don't know. It's, it's very, very trippy to think. I feel like every way you think about it, just like, just like runs back into itself it's like oh you are the thing being the thing and you know it's like it there's no way to prove or disprove and you know right it's like well you let me know you let me know as this life unfolds before us let me know if you feel like you ever left this life and, and right what well, we can we can look back on the lives you know it's like who knows <laughs> i i i don't you everything you'll see everything once it's happened you know what i mean i don't even worry about it i literally right. live present i try not to think about it like because i don't think it's something to be known and i think like me trying to know it moves me away from it and if i really want to yeah. be in it i have to just not think about it like that and i just have to like move with intention and love and discipline towards what i want like yeah, i honestly when you say all that stuff i'm like dude that's what i'm doing that's what yeah. i'm doing i'm putting that's that's how i live bro just align discipline these days i'm, I'm proud of myself i've come a long way and like awesome. yeah and, and, I, and I think it helps and i feel the synchronicities and all that but like obviously i do think there's a bit of a difference from what you described earlier i don't find myself like in a christ level consciousness but i find that oh i don't either i'm just saying I, no, I when you did when you did yeah i don't feel that but i'm like i do feel very attuned like very yeah. like guided I, it's because I'm in surrender. That's what it is, Chris. I'm, yeah. I'm total surrender to the wisdom of God. And as everything happens, as it unfolds, I really am like trying to accept this and, and recognize that there's a grander wisdom than my rational thought could ever get. And it's just good to let go, let go of that need. As long as yeah. I'm move, feeling aligned and moving and using discernment and everything, I'm cool. Yeah. Surrender is everything. And that's kind of the joke going back to the AI thing. The, the joke I was really trying to get across 
and I just did it like in a crude way or whatever, but it's just like, it's kind of like, you know, surrendering rather than panicking, you know, in that surrender, you can be such more of a solution receiver. You can be such more of a problem solver mm -hmm. than like in panic and, and uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting like to, to just like accept that's all surrendering is right it's like it, surrendering just, is. just not resisting something so like just being like it is what it is like you know what i mean like let's let it be what it is and as a result of having that you know that that stable energy you know you can allow all kinds of new solutions to come to you and you know i think i think it's just it's that's funny when, because that's you, when yeah. the divine taps in man yeah the yeah, divine taps in when you're still baby or just listen. Funny, like we, we all hear this and then we all think oh i gotta get more mindful and this and that but then it starts becoming like a chore and like a, a chore. like yeah and that starts becoming like this something that we end up having resistance to is like being mindful <laughs> it's like it's like oh man it's like we we try so hard to like be spiritual and like to be zen and then it like works against us it's like really just about just like chill out right now that's all that matters just feel as good as you can from where you are. You don't need to like do some crazy meditation. You don't have to do this crazy visualization. Like you can, if you want, if it feels good, those are the times to do it. Like I've done all kinds of practices, but if, if it feels like it feels like it's homework or something, then I'm like, okay, not now because I, I totally agree. Yeah. I'm just yeah. such a, I'm just such a, I love my discipline. Like my discipline to me is like, is my, is relaxing. I love that. Like, I just, I have a, I, I show up to it every day. And yeah. like, it's not even like, I don't have to think about it. I think I have addictive tendencies and like, I'm, I have too much impulse in me to live in any state like that. And I actually feel happier and more content when I have discipline. Cause yeah. when I, go, I call, I fall, I fall into chaos. You've taken a break from drinking, right? Or are you? Yeah, I'm done. I think I'm done for now. I'm I'm tapping yeah. out. No drinking, yeah. no hard drugs, none of that. Just what's that been like? It's been, it's been a. Uh, I did it before for a little bit, for longer than now. So like, I did it for ten months once, and I'm back at it since January now. And ten months—that's a lot. I did, yeah, that was a lot. It was, uh, I was very proud did, of it. But the thing did is, you I, feel, did you feel a big change during that, or? Yes. Like, what was but no, because. I didn't solve my problem. I did learn something, which was like, oh shit, like, you know, I, I'm more successful when I don't drink. Like, you know, I had more time, not hungover, like more clearer, you know, um, which was nice. But I was still ignoring my pain. And that was the thing that I was really trying to cover. That was what alcohol was always for, for me. Like when I was yeah. in pain, that was like a great release in my life. So, you know, I had to, I don't think sobriety or stopping alcohol is the answer you got to deal with your pain some people figure their pain out and then they learn how to drink i think for now i'm good and i'm just still dealing with my pain and honestly i'm, I'm sitting with it pretty great yeah i love it i'm yeah. making friends with it yeah oh dude I, I had this uh i had this analogy i came up with once where it's like imagine if everywhere you went uh nobody understood you they misunderstood you and they thought like like they were like afraid of you or something like ever like let's say like you're walking down the street and people just look at you and like they like they scurry away or like you know you walk up to an old woman putting groceries in her car and like you try to help her and she's like oh get away from me and like you would probably start to feel so like 
misunderstood and like so rejected and everything that eventually your mentality would start to be like, you know what? Next time I see this person, I'm really going to give them something to be afraid of. Like, I'm not going to be so nice, you know, like, like you'd start to build up this like resentment towards people and, and everything. And I feel like that's what our negative emotions feel towards us because it's like, as they come up and we're like, oh, reject, go suppress, do this other thing instead. Look, don't look at it. Don't look. It's like, it, it doesn't want to bother you, but it, it has to be seen. It has to be like experienced. And so, and so then it starts being like, well, you know what? next time I'm, I'm not going to be so easy when I come up, like, you know, and then, so it comes up bigger and you're like, Oh, let me go. You keep trying to like build this dam. Right. And it's like, it's getting more and more pressure. And it's like, ultimately what you want to do is like sit with that emotion, sit with those things and see them as your friend that like, does not want to bother you, but it is there for a reason for you to like observe, become aware of and like let it go on its way naturally. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think, I think that that's, that's wise that you're doing that. Like, you know, you, you do have to kind of, you know, it's funny too, when I, when I speak so much about law of attraction and manifestation, I think people um, misunderstand and think that I'm saying like, ignore your problems all the time, you know, but, but it's, it's, it's about like also recognizing your problems and, or your, your negative emotions and letting, letting yourself sit there and like, and the pro in the proper times, like creating the, 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 the session or the, the, the time to like really work through that. You know what I mean? You don't have to do it like when you're out like with friends and then the negative, you can push it away then and be like, okay, I need to like sit with this thing and whatever, you know, unless it's extreme, you like go to the bathroom no, 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 or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. No, absolutely, dude. Yeah, I, I, honestly, uh, I don't really miss it. Like not right now anyways, you know, like, yeah. I think it's also because I still smoke weed. Like if I didn't smoke weed, maybe we'd be having a different conversation. Like I, I still true. like weed. I don't smoke weed every day, but I do smoke weed at least like three, four times a week. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'd say, I'd say yeah. three. I don't always smoke. Sometimes I have some gummies these days because I really like them. And I don't. I'm I like trying not to smoke. Yeah. I'm trying not yeah, to smoke I like as much because I'm, you know, I'm caring about my lungs these days. I'm doing my yeah. yoga. I'm, I'm an ex runner who's going to be back soon after I deal with my knee. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm about ready to start. Yeah, I'm about ready to start focusing on my physical health. I've been neglecting it for a while. <laughs> it's funny, like, yeah, I think you got like, we got the spiritual body, the mental body, and the physical body. And I've got all my eggs in the basket of like mental and spiritual. And as a result, like I, ne I neglect my physical. And it's like, if I just bring that into alignment more, it's like, these things will level out even better because my mental body can be a little intense, even because I'm, I'm such a, I'm so philosophical. Everything is like, I can see everything from a million different levels and it's almost like root chakra. Exactly. It would almost like balance it out more the more that my physical body comes more into alignment as well. And, and so, yeah, I think it is a matter of having like that holy trifecta, you know? Yeah, dude. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what the chakra system pr proposes. Like you need all these different centers in alignment and like you're grounded, like, you know, your body is one in one of those centers, you know, specifically like your strength and whatever. And like, all these things are and i think just in general you're a system made up of so many opposing energies and things and forces you need the it needs a sense of homeostasis or balance and yes yeah. cultivating a mind body and soul that are in some respects balanced is a part of that but yeah there's, there's so much there's so much to it you can't even we like to say mind body soul but it's like even that's just a category like there's right also, you we're, we're trying so hard to just know it man it's just it's funny because we're we're, all, we're never you know we never truly touch it. We're always like, yeah. ah, is it? Is it? Is it? And it's like right <laughs> off of it. 
Uh, yeah, that's how I see monkeys. That's how I see us, man. Yeah. Wait, this is random. Do you skate, or did you? I did grow, grow up skate. I did skate. I grew up skateboarding. Uh, I got to as good as where I could do like kickflips, no problem. Regular kickflips here and there. Pop shovels, all yeah. off six set. That was it. That was my top. Hit maybe six a couple set. basic rails. I was all right. I was pretty good. Nothing That's crazy. Cool. Nothing. Yeah, crazy. yeah. I was just curious. I was like, I'm getting skater vibes from you. I I'm, I grew up skating too. Skating was a big part of my life. I love skating, man. It was cool. It was like it felt like yeah. it's like the first time I felt like a rebel, and I always or maybe I was always a rebel, and like I don't know why it felt rebellious, but like there was this like rebellious nature to it. I guess because you went to the park and the kids are like smoking pot, and they don't give a fuck, and it's like it's like it's these, yeah, it's, it's real very, independent. Yeah. Just get dropped off nice. at the park way off there. Or you don't even drop off. You just go walk there and you just by yourself. You're like 12, 13 years old. Literally, like yeah. 11, 12, 13. Yeah. Like, bro, it's, yeah. it's a great way to grow up, though. I did get fucking bullied once by some dude there. He, he was like 13 and or he was like 14. I was like 12 years old or some shit like that. And he like, which maybe, maybe he was older. I don't know. But it grabs me from behind, like grabs my backpack like whips it off of me i'm like what the fuck like give me my backpack because he's like, it's like i'm like chasing this dude and i'm like you know i'm somewhat strong well, you know i still have my tenacity even though i'm a small person i'm like hey like give me your bag they like, were like fighting this guy until eventually he's like throws it and goes go get it fuck faggot or some shit like that and i was like yeah. what the hell it was so out of nowhere out of left field i was like did not understand how that just happened but it also like toughened me up in a way i was like shit man she gets real out here like and <laughs> i was like proud of myself for standing up because the other guys literally gave me props later like his friends or whatever the fuck were like yo like way to stand up for yourself i don't know they said some comment yeah. like that. i was like yeah motherfucker like i'm not i'm not happy about it but i'm not gonna be a pussy about it like yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah, I know that's that's cool to have an experience like that where you just teach yourself like, yeah, you know, you do have to not be a pushover. You do have to like, you know, that's how people pleasers get formed and stuff. And, and you know, dude, it's a tough world out there, man. Sometimes it's good for kids to face some adversity amongst themselves. Like you got like prepare for the world where when that happens, that's like life or death or some shit, you know, like how you show up to those moments can determine or can help shape and influence how you show up to something that would cost you a lot more, but same principles in the future. Yeah. Well, you know what, you know, what's really trippy though, is like, there's many things that people have done to us that we unconsciously don't even remember that have shaped the way that we see ourselves and the way yes. that we act in our world. And not only that, there's many things that we have done that have affected so many other people that we don't realize that we've shaped how they are and yeah. when i've done like when i've done ho'oponopono you've heard of that uh -huh. like when, when i've done ho'oponopono and i've had these visions of just like just crying like i'm just crying like having these visions doing ho'oponopono of like you know like me saying something mean to my brother when we were kids that like he took with him or like or like you know someone bullying me or doing something or like it that like i carried with me it's like you know, that dude that pulled your backpack, like he had no idea. Like, I mean, if had you had you not seen it in an empowering way and you carried that with you, it's like he grows up and becomes this person has no idea that like he set somebody on a path of like non-righteousness. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. You know, Crazy. it's like and, and yeah, so I think I think it's very interesting to um to just do our best to like cleanse all that and like to recognize like I don't know, it's almost like like when you meet somebody who's an adult and it's like, well, why are you shy? 
or, or no, no, like, the, like, let's just say they're like, yeah, I don't know, like, I'm shy. Yeah. Like, and then you'd be like, well, why are you shy? Or why, why? But, but the answer would actually be, well, one day when I was a kid, someone said, why are you so shy? And I said, oh, I don't know, I guess I'm shy. It's like we formed, we started like complying to, you know, these things that people like implanted or planted in us. But we're also doing that to others, you know, like as that's we exactly what my workshop this Sunday is about. I'm not even kidding. I'm really? sure I'll be out when this comes out, but it's like that's the idea that everyone is projecting narratives and seeds and these narratives shape your life. And even the narratives you tell yourself will shape your reality. And like you have to be very conscientious. And I think this is why when we come back down to it and we you know, pull back the esoteric. It's just about recognizing that we are in relation to everybody. We are communicating with people. We there are other people out there, man, and your your words, your actions have influence. And just be mindful of those interactions. And the more mindfulness we can bring to it, that's how we improve the world. Like really, that's the most powerful way. Be a good mother. Be a good brother. Good. Be a good sister. Be a good friend. Be a good coworker. Be come from that place of love, and like you'll change the world like no other, man. For real. Um, on that note, I do need to wrap up soon because I, I was about I was literally about to say I got to I got to head out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, if there's anything. Yeah, well, man, that was a great little uh, smoke chat. Let's do a yeah, dude. chat. We'll do a sober chat where we get to talk a little bit more about you and your story. Oh, yeah, dude. I want to want to hear more of yours, too, too. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah, this workshop. Uh, you're hosting it or something. What is it? Yeah, it's a it's a live virtual workshop. So it's like literally how, how, is it uh what's the how much is it free oh i'll join <laughs> free, yeah yeah, yeah it's this, this sunday awesome. oh yeah That's i'll it. see you there then i hope yeah. you like it yeah yeah, yeah i'm sure cool. you'll i'm sure you'll you know what you'll go i know what it'll be for you and you can confirm this on the next podcast i know i'll be right it's you're just gonna go, go like this all the time oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good job good job Nina. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly you're just gonna go oh yeah out of the water no of course yeah so i think I, I think it'd be fun to watch you talk you know yeah thanks yeah yeah for sure dude cool right. dude well yeah thanks for uh, hitting thanks me up, for man. getting weird with me man oh yeah it's i was fun. gonna say there's probably like there's probably some moments in there where i wasn't making sense i'm pretty high but oh yeah <laughs> let us remind everybody we are stoned as motherfuckers <laughs> you, do not, you should not take anything we just said literally yeah. at all this is just us stoned trying to get goofy, trying to get weird, see how far we can stretch our imagination, have fun, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be crazy. open to everything, right? Let's be open okay. to everything and attached to nothing. That's the goal. Isn't that always the goal, my friend? Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Much love. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks, dude. See ya.